Welcome to a City of Reading podcast. What exactly is an economic development corporation and why do we need one here in Shasta County? Today, we connect with Shasta EDC President and CEO Todd Jones to learn how the Shasta EDC positively impacts Reading and Shasta County at large. Did you know, thanks to the Shasta EDC and other hardworking partners, that Reading was recently named the number one best economic small city in California and number four in the country by the Milken Institute? That's something to celebrate after a couple of rough economic years for the country. Way to go, Reading. Todd talks about the robust startup community here in Reading, new development at the Reading Regional Airport, and how he and his team work to bring new businesses and industry to our local area. After listening to this episode, you might get a better sense of the current growth Reading is seeing and how it might impact our future in Shasta County. My name is Todd Jones, and I am the president of the Economic Development Corporation of Shasta County, the Shasta EDC. We are a 501c3 public-private nonprofit. We partner with the city of Reading, the city of Shasta Lake, the city of Anderson, and the county of Shasta, um, kind of like their contract economic development department. And we work to bring more economic prosperity to Shasta County. Okay. So Todd, for somebody like you gave a really quick explanation of it there, but for somebody who doesn't know anything about the Shasta EDC at all, what does it do? Like what's a day in the life of Todd Jones? Yeah. So every day is different, which is probably one of my favorite parts about the EDC. Um, and really, if you think about the Shasta EDC, we're kind of like the outside sales for the community. The city of Reading is our biggest partner. Obviously, the city of Reading is the economic engine for all of Northern California. It's not just Shasta County. People in the surrounding counties, the five surrounding counties, four to five surrounding counties, really rely on the services and the amenities that are provided in Reading to get our daily life done, whether it's healthcare, shopping, manufacturing, employment. Reading is is the biggest hub. So it's a very symbiotic relationship with the city of Reading. We have four primary areas that, areas that we focus on. So the first one is business recruitment. And I'll dive into these a bit more as I go. Business recruitment, we do business retention and expansion. We work with our airport in the city of Reading to bring in new air service. And we work with scalable startups. So those are kind of the four buckets. And the the primary industries that we're working with are what we call primary industries, which is manufacturing and industrial is, is the main one. So those employers... For every job in a manufacturing job in Chester County, it equals over $400,000 of economic impact per year per employee. So those are great jobs to have in our community. And those are really the ones that we focus on most. And so we we are kind of the tip of the spear for people looking to relocate or expand to Chester County. They often call us first or they will get referred to us. And we try to connect them to resources so that they can be successful, whether it's trying to find an ideal location that fits them or lining up with workforce partners like Shasta College, the Smart Business Resource Center. We're trying to put all the pieces together to make those businesses successful in Shasta County. And Todd, how is the Shasta EDC funded? You mentioned all the community partners, the county, the various cities in the area. How does Shasta EDC get its funding? So our funding is about 50-50 right now. A big source of our funding is from the city of Reading um, and then the other local governments in our community. That makes up about half of our funding. And so those are actually done through professional service agreements. So we're actually providing a service to those local governments to be their economic development department, if you will. Um, And so we have an annual contract with all of our local governments to provide those services to do the things that I just talked about. And then the other part, about 50% comes from 
private investors, or otherwise you could call them donors. They are investing into the Shasta EDC because they believe in what we're doing and they want to see the economy of Shasta County do better. So that's the other big portion of our funding. On occasion, we, we may get a small grant from the state or federal government or, or carry out a program for one of our state partners. Um, but typically we rely on those professional services agreements and support from our local business community. And we have about 50 private investors right now. I mean, we've been around since 1957. We haven't always had private funding or public funding. It's gone both ways, but right now it's a pretty even mix to make up the financials for the EDC. And is this a pretty common setup for other cities and counties in California? Do they have like a Shasta EDC equivalent? Uh, yeah, so there are EDCs all over the world. We're actually part of the International Economic Development Council, which is the international body. And then there's a local body, CalEd, California Association for Local Economic Development, which is made up by a lot of city folks um, that that represent that organization. But there are EDCs. Uh, the closest equivalent to us is just to our north, which is Siskiyou EDC. They also happen to do the Convention and Visitors Bureau and the Small Business Development Center. So they kind of do everything up in Siskiyou. In Shasta County, we have different organizations like the SBDC, the Chamber, Visit Reading, that are doing some of those functions. EDCs can look a bit different, but they're all pretty similar. There's accreditations, the formats are often a public-private partnership, although it seems to be more common nowadays that a lot of times they're actually fully privately funded um, with, with some potentially small public partnerships, but there's a lot of privately funded ones as well. Um, and they, they're most common, I would say, in a, either regionally or by a county. So a city doesn't often have their own. It's really a region that often makes up an EDC. So sometimes they're even multi-county. And Todd, within that professional services agreement with each of those entities, what type of deliverables are you responsible for? Is it you know certain percentage of airport growth or new flights or certain percentage of, of new businesses coming to the area? Uh, what do those deliverables look like? So fortunately for me, there's not a lot of hard deliverables because a lot of what we do, I would say almost everything that we do is really not completely up to us. So for example, airport growth has been amazing over the last two years. Uh, I happen to have been here the last two years in this role as president, but I cannot take the credit for that. It's a great partnership with the city of Reading and Jim Wadley, the airport manager, uh, our supportive city council, and our airline consultant, who is amazing and invaluable to the work that we do. So we, we, we have a lot of big picture things that you can't always measure, although we're trying to grow air service, we're trying to bring new businesses to town. We don't always have the control. So we don't put a hard number on those, but those are the activities that we are trying to do. So representing the community, going to different trade shows, talking to the airlines, working with our startup community. Again, there's not a lot of hard deliverables, but we do try to make sure that we're in step with our local governments to let them know what we're doing and working with folks like Steve Bade and Janelle Galbraith at the city of Reading so that we can uh, do things on their behalf. And then also, you know, bring, bring new support and, and bring in new things like at Stillwater Business Park. You know, I would say almost all of the activity that's been at Stillwater Business Park over the last couple of years has been something that I've been directly involved with. And for almost every instance that's out there, um, I've been the first point of contact and kind of walked them through the process. So it sounds like a lot of what the EDC does and a lot of what your role is, is, is kind of being 
sales, right? Like selling the Reading community to prospective businesses or businesses that want to stay here and expand, kind of selling that. What do you tell businesses when they come to you and they say, what is it like to do business in Reading or why should we move our business to Reading? What do you tell them? Well, the conversation has changed really just in the last three to four years. So years ago, when the EDC built out the Mountain Lakes Industrial Park, which is Caterpillar Road, that whole area, that was the first thing that the EDC ever did. That's what formed the EDC. And that was their first project was the Mountain Lakes Industrial Park upon Caterpillar Road in Reading. And for, for decades and decades, really the big, big reasons were cost. So we're close to large metro areas like Sacramento, San Francisco. We're in the middle of Seattle and Los Angeles, equidistance between the two. And so cost and location was a very big driving factor for us for many, many years. You can be in the fifth largest economy in the world here in Reading, but your cost basis is going to be a lot lower than the communities to our south. So that was really a big driver for a long time. We had available land. We have great utilities with specifically in the city of Reading and in Chasta Lake. Both have their own utility companies. So those are big, big drivers. Now, in the last two to three years, the conversation is really shifting to quality of life. Employers are making sure that if they're going to relocate, first, they can find the available workforce, which is very important, but they want to have a community that can attract that available workforce or has one existing. And so the conversation has shifted to quality of life being a big driver. So now it's about you still have a relatively affordable place to do business for the West Coast. You know, we can't quite compete with some of the states in the Midwest, but we have a lot more to offer. Quality of life is a big one. We still have, although it can seem hard at times, we still have a relatively abundant workforce. We have reasonably priced housing for the West Coast. So those are big drivers, plus all the outdoor recreation we have. So seeing the work that Visit Reading does is a great thing for us to have because we can share that, that with companies to let them know, hey, this is not just a place that you're going to you know, be working eight to five and go home and have nothing to do. There's so much to do. There's so many great outdoor activities. Plus, we have a great community, which is really one of the harder things to initially sell. But if you get plugged into the community, there's an endless amount of things to do and opportunities to engage. And a lot of people are trying to make this community better. So the, the conversation has gotten easier. And again, we live in a beautiful place. I just try to avoid site visits when it's 111 degrees. That makes sense. Todd, how much of you and your team's efforts are proactive as far as reaching out to prospective businesses, organizations, et cetera, versus those folks directly reaching out to the EDC to begin that conversation? It's a little bit of a mix. I would say right now, probably about half of our business leads that we have coming into us are coming in from the governor's office of business and economic development, otherwise called GoBiz. That is a really strong partnership that we have. They have a, a pretty good sized staff. We work with them to identify companies that are looking to expand in California. And we respond to requests for information, RFIs, to let them know what we have to offer. And those are still very black and white. How much land do you have? How much is power? How much is wastewater? How much water do you have? Lots of questions like that. But we're still painting the picture of what it's like to be in Chester County. The other part right now is the ones that we're talking to are companies that we think we can win at. So I am reaching out to companies at least several times a month for companies that we think can benefit our area. Starting this fiscal year, which for me is July 1, we're also going to be working with a retail consultant, which is something we have not done in the past, which we're partnering with the city of Reading and the city of Shasta Lake on to target more retail or amenity or even hotels to come to our area. I'm not trying to necessarily recruit that next Panda Express, 
but we're trying to see what other types of businesses can we get that are going to add to the quality of life that we have here, like a Great Wolf Lodge, for example, that's an indoor water park. Or, you know, is it possible for us to get that Bass Pro Shops or Nordstrom's everybody wants? You know, maybe it's not, but we're going to we're gonna do our best to find something that complements our area, speaks to the once are for the residents of our community. And, you know, at the end of the day, are also going to be sales checks drivers for our communities as well. So it sounds like you're basically targeting everything from large-scale manufacturing to starting next year, the retail spaces, which we hear a lot about on our social media channels. Just picking your brain here for a minute, what businesses do you think downtown Reading needs to attract? Well, uh, next week, we're actually going to have this retail consultant out here, and we're going to be meeting with community stakeholders and property owners and brokers, and we're going to find out what you know we think and work, and we're going to utilize a lot of data to drive those decisions. And a lot of those are coming from you know credit card information. We do the same thing with airport information. I, you know, it's hard to say downtown specifically. You know, I think you're going to want more. This is maybe just my wants, but you know, those types of experiences in rest like restaurants or boutique clothing places that aren't necessarily competing as much with online retailers. I think consumers still want choices. They still want to have somewhat of an experience. So going to that store, seeing things, feeling things, trying things on. Trying new foods, obviously. I think we, I think we could use more good restaurants in Reading. I think we can all agree. Not that we have bad ones. We just need more, some more options. So I think those types of amenities are going to kind of energize downtown. So you can grab a bite to eat, go to a shop next door, have a drink, and have more experiential things that are going to get people down there. I think that's maybe that's just my hope. Maybe I'm an idealist, but I, those are the types of companies I would like to see. And then we're also going to be looking at, you know, big box places like the Rayleigh's on. Hartnell, you know, that area is poised for a lot of growth with the Dignity Health Cancer Center that's going to be built there. And so if you can get in now, start doing your construction, you know, by the time that build out is done, you could have a great neighbor with Dignity Health and their cancer center there. So, you know, letting those retailers know that are outside of our area, the places we have to offer, because while they do rely on a lot of data, nothing beats someone from the area telling them about the area and showing them something that they might not otherwise know. What does a Reading look like without an EDC? And maybe a second part of that question, what is the value add of the EDC on a financial sense that the EDC brings to the community? Well, there, there's a, a pretty long list of companies that we have recruited to the area over the years. Folks like Captive Air, Kanoff Insulation, which is up in uh, Shasta Lake, Blue Shield, bringing them up from Tehama County. There's a lot of employers and there's thousands of employees that have and that are here because of the work that we do. And I think one of the big value adds is really, you know, we're trying to, especially nowadays, not be in a silo. So the EDC doesn't necessarily have a lot of programs or things that we actually put on like a Shasta College would or a Smart Business Resource Center, but we can bring all those pieces together. Much like the chamber is connecting local businesses, we are connecting a lot of opportunities and a lot of resources for the businesses that are here in the businesses that are coming here. So being that first point of contact to kind of have a, a little bit of an understanding about what's happening in a lot of different resources in our community, whether it's working with Jeremy Pagan at the city and understanding the process there to someone like Shasta College in a workforce program that they can help fund and support, kind of knowing all of that and then packaging it up, if you will, and bringing it to an employer is a lot better than them trying to find out on their own. So we're, we're really just trying to be that resource for folks and and make sure that no one is growing or building or trying to move to this area alone. We want to provide as much information as we can. So, you know, the ultimate goal is, I mean, if you look at the flights that have come, that's an easy one for people to see right now. The city of Reading, while, you know, they they potentially 
Jim Wadley has a great team and a great vision, um, but the EDC is really a big driver for those conversations. We're the ones pitching our community at these airport meetings every single quarter. I mean, we spoke with Alaska Airlines for years before they started that Seattle service. We worked with the community and, of course, the city on the LEX service a couple of years ago. We, we were the ones that went out and raised the money for the minimum revenue guarantee to secure that flight. And so we're really, our impact, our investment, it's not an ROI from a return on investment, although there's an easy number to put on that. It's really more about return on impact. What can we do with the resources that we have to make the biggest impact on our community? And so I think right now, the easy one to see is uh, airports, but when Stillwater fills up in the next couple of years and we have potentially thousands of new jobs out there, it'll be pretty rewarding to see the work that we've been putting in really for decades. And you mentioned airports that seems like maybe a strange partnership for uh, for an EDC and a city if it's a city owned airport is that a common partnership where the EDC is actually so involved in the growth of the airport or is that something that's a little bit more unique to Reading it is pretty common so i've been fortunate to go to a few airport conferences over the last couple of years and a lot of times there are other EDC folks there Sometimes there's city economic development folks that work 100% for a city, and then there's chambers there as well. So it's pretty common, um, you know, and it's not just air service. A lot of times it's those non-aeronautical revenues. So, you know, is there a way for us to get a hotel on the property that we can help connect somebody and make a good argument to get a hotel out at airport property? Or is there some type of distribution facility or even light manufacturing facility that can take place on the airport itself? So there's a lot of different ways that the EDC can be involved with what's happening at the airport. Um, But it's certainly not uncommon for us to be that point person when telling airlines about our community because we we have we try to have the, as deep a knowledge about what's happening in the community as anybody here. Todd, I'm curious. You mentioned at the at the start of our conversation that one of your four areas of focus are the scalable startups. Can you talk a little bit about the health of the startup industry here in Reading as well as the Shasta Venture Hub and how that comes into play in those efforts? Yeah, so we have been working. The EDC has been working with the startup community for about eight years, and it really started with one event that we do every year which is called was called Startup Weekend. Now it's called Startup Games. That's going to be happening the first weekend of November, downtown, most likely at the International Order of the Oddfellows Hall, IOF building. And that is kind of the top of the funnel. So we're trying to identify who's here and get people plugged in to the startup environment. You know, from there, we're trying to work with them. In my previous role, I worked entirely with startups with the EDC. And the, the startup community is really quite special and different. We have a very supportive startup community. I would go as bold as saying we have the world's most supportive startup community because we want people to succeed. It's not a dog-eat-dog world like Silicon Valley where everyone's competing for talent and resources. We're also really fortunate to have our Shasta Angels Group for Entrepreneurs, which is our local Shasta Angels. They've invested in about 15 companies since they started also about eight years ago. Our most recent success story is a company called Limelight Health, which went on pitched at the very first pitch breakfast went on to raise a relatively small amount of funds from our local Shasta Angels relative in the big scheme of things. And then they went on to sell in August, 2020 for $75 million along the way, creating about 115 jobs, many of those here in Reading. And so we want to see more of those types of companies that can scale. And we love the mom and pop shops and the bakeries and all those things, but that's not really who we're targeting. We're targeting those folks that have a high tolerance for risk, can raise money and grow a company for a potential exit down the road. So we are just starting that process back up. COVID certainly put a damper on that, but we've had Startup Weekend, now Startup Games every year for the past eight years. 
We just finished our second Reading Venture Conference. Our first year, our local Shasta Angels invested $330,000 into a local startup. We also gave away $10,000 to a local startup who's now raised several hundred thousand more dollars and is still building out their startup. This last year, we um, invested into the Shasta Angels invested into one startup, and then we also gave a $10,000 prize to another startup. So we're not, that's not only exclusively for residents of Shasta County. We're bringing in people from all over the West Coast, but we're really trying to show what Shasta County has to offer, as well as show our local investors what kind of businesses are out there that have a high potential for growth. And, and then at the end of the day, are going to have a return on investment, but are also going to make an impact in our community. And if people want more information about that piece of it, where would they find out how to get involved with that? So the startup stuff specifically, we have startupredding.com. Startup Redding is in a, a program, if you will, of the Shasta EDC. And then our website is shastaedc.org. So Startup Reading, we have startup sessions, and that's a really fun, active community. And then in a few weeks, we'll have our website live to buy a ticket for Startup Games, which is going to be November 4th through the 6th downtown. It's a 48-hour immersive weekend where you get all your food, beverages, coffee for, for included in your ticket price. You pitch an idea. Not every idea gets picked. And then we form teams around those ideas. And then those teams that are selected, the top usually 10 or 12 teams go on to build a startup over the course of 48 hours. So it's all about experiential learning. It's a super fun weekend, tons of energy. The pitches on Friday night are open to the public. And then the final pitches are open to the public on Sunday night as well. And it's a ton of fun. Even if you're not thinking about a startup or entrepreneurship, it's a great weekend for really anybody, people all the way from nine years old to 65 have participated and it's it's a ton of fun. Cool. Maybe Katie and I will have to have to come on down. <laughs> yeah, you should come. It's totally fun. You know, Todd, we jumped right into this conversation and focused on the EDC and some of the challenges and successes. Can we talk about yourself for a moment? What is your background and and why are you so passionate about the the health and success of Reading and Chester County? Yeah. So I grew up in Weaverville, so just an hour west of here. And as I said earlier, Reading is really the economic engine for the North State. And so Reading's always been a place that we've come to. My family's from here. I was born here. Fam- family on both sides is from here. I used to work for the congressman here. That's what actually brought me to Reading for the first time as a professional. And when he retired, I was looking for opportunities. And you know, and maybe it's maybe it's just me. I think there's a lot of people in, in, in my in our generation that feel this way, but we really want to make an impact. And I think the EDC is a great place where public policy, outreach, community engagement all align, which is what I love. I love to think about tools that we can bring to businesses to help them grow. Because what I always say, and I'll get back to me, but what I always say is that the EDC and even the city of Reading, you know, we don't create jobs. We can create opportunities for businesses to succeed. And so it's really rewarding for me just to see because I, I love this community. I've lived all over the world. And this is just such a special place to me. I think we have so much to offer. And I think we're seeing that growth right now. And so you know, I feel really fortunate to be in the role I'm at, working with folks like yourself, with Jake at the Chamber, really just to pour into making this community better. I'm so passionate about it. And it's, it's really a fun job. I feel very privileged to be in this role where I can go all over the country and tell people about all the amazing things we have happening and try, try to, you know, pack them into moving here. That's that's my goal. So I love the area. I have three little kids. Uh, you know, I, I don't necessarily always say I, I want to give them a place they can move back to, but I want them to live in a community now that can impact them 
So no matter where they live in the future, they can always, you know, think fondly and highly of Shasta County and, and potentially move back, but at least live in a community and grow up in a community that is so supportive, like like Reading is. And Todd, you are, you know, very specifically poised to help make a difference and to actually see the work that you're doing now pay off into the future. What do you think the future of the economic development in Reading looks like? What does the future Reading look like? You know, I think that has the economy shifts um, in, in California. I'm not naive. California is a tough place to do business, but there is a ton of opportunity. And I think we're just seeing that over the last few years, the amount of opportunity that we have. So, you know, I don't think that Reading is going to be a Sacramento. Sacramento is a very fast growing metro for California. I don't think that's where we're going to be, but I, I do think that we're going to continue to grow. I think as downtown matures and we have more businesses and people living down there, it's going to change. I think that Stillwater Business Park is going to fill up and we're going to see thousands of new jobs out there and we're going to see new opportunities in more industries grow. So there's some specific industries that I think of, like I talked about wood products. Um, but I think that Reading is going to be a community where there's enough opportunities to move, start a business, relocate, but we're still going to have that balance of, of a high quality of life. I, I don't think, again, we're not going to be a big, big city probably ever, but I think we're going to be a very healthy city and we're going to have a strong economic base that can support the quality of life and the lifestyles that we want to see. And, and we can you know, attract new people because at the end of the day, Right now, we're going to need to attract at least ten to 15,000 more people to our community if we want to continue the level of growth that we're seeing right now. And Todd, on that note, on the whole, do you think that the efforts that the EDC and really your partners are currently doing, are they successful? Are they working? Or are there things that we could be doing or that you'll look to do moving forward, maybe that you're not already to really expand on this growth that you're talking about? Well, yeah, I think one of the things that we're, we've started on this year, this fiscal year, is really more... Again, supporting the, I'm, I'm talking to a lot of people word of mouth, but we need to do a little bit broader work as a collective, which we're doing to tell people outside of our area about Chasta County. So, you know, working with the chamber, working with you guys, working with Visit Reading, telling people about the area, because again, we, we have a workforce challenge. We have a shortage of workers in Chasta County and we are not uncommon. The entire U.S. is facing this challenge as well. So, we need to do a better job telling the outside world about our community. And I think we need to do a better job, quite frankly, with people in our community, how we feel and think about our community. And I think the chamber did a great job with the Reading City Identity Project. And I think we need to continue those efforts just to, you know, all those things that we do, the cultural district, the work that Viva Downtown is doing, all those things are helping to make our community more attractive. And while sometimes you can't see a direct correlation from uh, what a cultural district does to economic growth, you know, those things matter right now because people want to live in a great place, which we have, but we just need to continue to support those efforts. So I think the great coffee shops, all the, you know, the theater that we have, the work that the Advanced Reading is doing, all those pieces are being put together to tell a great story or, or, or to have a great story. We just need to do a better job telling it. So we're really working hard on marketing and messaging our area and not just the traditional you know, tourism aspect of all the outdoor activities, but we want to tell the people about the great schools and about the great places to work and about the competitive housing. And again, I know for locals, last two years, housing prices have increased pretty dramatically, but we are still a relatively competitive place to live in California. So telling that story is something that we're going to work on um, because again, we need more people to live and relocate to this area 
for that continued growth. And what do you say to the people who say, you know, I don't really want Reading to grow. I think it's fine just as it is. And, you know, we like our small community small. Well, there's a lot of things I'd like to say, but, you know, mostly what I'll say is if we're not growing, we're dying. So we have to grow. We have to continue to support people coming into our community because, you know, those folks that I don't want growth, I think are are quickly being outnumbered. And I think that if we don't grow, you know, we're going to lose the amenities we have. I think we can all appreciate what we have to offer in our community right now from terms of even, you know, things like public safety or great schools. We do have quite a bit of shopping, although I know some people would like to see quite a bit more, but we need to, we need to continue to support those things because if we're not growing, you know, our, our neighbors and our friends are going to lose jobs, are going to move away. We're not going to be able to support the same level of public safety that we have now because at the end of the day, economic development is all cyclical. The more money we're putting into it, the more money, the more things we're going to get out of it from tax revenue, property tax, and sales tax. So we we need to continue to grow. We have a lot of catching up to do at the moment, but I think we're on the right track as we've seen over the last few years with a lot of people moving to our area. And so overall, I mean, I think you, you just said it, but would you say that, that the overall health of the writing community is, is in a good place and, and trending in the right direction? It's definitely trending in the right direction. We're one of few MSAs in the entire state of California. And the MSA is a metropolitan statistical area. One of the few areas that has grown over the last couple of years, we have added new jobs we're growing from a population standpoint very modestly. A lot of that growth is coming from people inside of California moving to Shasta County. So overall, we are doing well. You know, Tourism revenue is record high this last fiscal year, ending on June 30. A lot of our businesses are doing well, although not without challenges like workforce and supply chain, but businesses overall are doing very well. We're seeing new more housing starts, multifamily housing. The city of Reading does such a great job finding money for projects and other partners in town are doing that as well, like K2. So we're heading in the right direction. We are statistically and qualitatively doing better than than most of our peers uh, on the West Coast. We were just named as the number one best performing small city in California by the Milk Institute, which is an economic um, policy think tank, number four in the country. So we are doing the right things. We know that it's not just how I feel and what I say anymore. We can put numbers behind that to see the growth. Wage growth has been up 19.5% just within the last 14 months. So we're seeing a lot of things that are supporting this growth. Um, and I think we're on a we're on the right track and we're going to continue on this path for growth uh, over the next five years. That's so great, Todd. Is there anything else that you want to make sure that you get across before we sign off? Anything it's else definitely you- not something the EDC is doing, doing ourselves. So you know, working with the city, the chamber, Visit Reading, Shasta College, Simpson, a lot of our great businesses. I have a great board of directors that represents a, a lot of folks in our community. And so it's definitely the strength of the community is what's making all of this happen. And it's just exciting for me to be in this role right now during this time. 